Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor-endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further. Go to Nutramedical.com for Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutriodine, proven time and time again to be the very best iodine available for you. Nutriodine is the only Tesla-activated monatomic plasma iodine in the world. It optimizes mitochondrial function and generation of new mitochondria from totally neutralizing the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported by medical missionaries in Central India. Dr. Bill's Nutriodine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriodine today at 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. And, uh, Larry, I'm going to throw a curveball at you. You know how you watch a baseball? Once in a while, I like watching because baseball is one of those sports you can watch. It's almost like watching a chess match. You can see everybody's moves on the board. And uh, one of the things I know when I go over to Iron Sights, which I will be bringing my son over here shortly to Iron Sights, he wants to get a – he took a personal handgun training course. But he, I always tell people, make sure you properly store it. Make sure you properly take your training course. Make sure you clean and take care of your guns. But a lot of people don't realize that even when you wear a little mad dust mask, you're getting exposed to lead. So the first thing I tell people, if you're going to be regularly shooting your guns, take Killer Max. And uh, periodically, maybe once a year or so, get your testing done to see if you're accumulating heavy metals, especially lead from the, uh, the lead you're shooting. Uh, lead, by the way, is blowing around the country. A lot of people have never shot anything. Their lead levels are high. It's just the most common uh, toxin is, is that. We also need to support methylation pathways with things like our semethyl sachets, nitrogen sachets, bio-LVR, superfolate power muscle B12 because a lot of people don't realize the vast majority of people in their middle and later years are actually B12 and folic acid deficient or they can't convert them and therefore they get much more toxic much quicker than the person who has a conversion capacity to methylate full of heavy metals and toxic chemicals so I just thought I'd throw that curveball out there uh, the other thing is of course we're going to have in the next 10 years uh, everybody and their dog and you probably are seeing this the, your organization is very uh, up on, on everything, which is why GOA deals with handguns, whereas even NRA deals with primarily gun associations and rifles, which is why they didn't really defend the uh, gun ownership or concealed carry, which is a gun, rather than, hand, than a rifle. You can't conceal carry a rifle unless you walk with a funny-looking limp <laughs> down no. your pant leg. So uh, GOA is a far more conservative organization, although the media always tried to target the NRA. I'm a GOA member here in California, <clears throat> and what I see happening over the next say, 10 years is a massive move not only to fancier guns, which unfortunately some of them want to have these stupid chip things that can identify who's shooting it so you can't shoot unless you're the identified registered shooter, which I think is also crazy because if you're sweating, maybe you're not holding the gun properly and won't fire, which these idiots try to push legislation on, which the technology didn't exist when they're trying to do it. 
But non-lethal technology is going to come about, including drones. I mean, how many people in the future, for example, these Hollywood stars, and I watched the news report, and I want to get your take on this. Uh, there was a list of Hollywood stars and their billion, you know, multi-million dollar homes are being uh, spied on by drones. They could have some like uh, drone services, even from people that are hundreds of miles away watching their home to make sure somebody isn't sp- spotting their home to make sure that they're not there so they can come in and rob them. Uh, on the other hand, these drones can now have, you can buy a drone for a thousand bucks and put high energy green lasers that can burn the hell out of somebody's eyes or, or arms or whatever at a distance. And uh, you can weaponize them. L.A. just last week decided to start adding drones. They said they didn't weaponize them yet. But in the battlefield, and we have these, by the way, against ISIS and al-Qaeda, we're flying in drones to see where the heck they are so we can drop in bombs. Uh, They can be weaponized to shoot guns or more uh, technologically energetic weapons like linear accelerator weapons that can cut a man in half at miles, uh, literally flown in with a drone. So... Uh, my guess is a lot of those lethal and non-lethal technologies are going to come on, and GOA will be on the head of the the curve in terms of allowing the public to have these to protect themselves, whether in their parking garage or their home, and also uh, free from surveillance, because one of the things that happened after uh, the mm. Mandalay Bay Massacre, which makes me concerned, is they want to proliferate terahertz scanners everywhere. So everywhere you go now, you're going to have to go through a metal detector and now a terahertz body scanner like the airport to get into a stadium. And I know they had this show last week called Vegas Strong with Hannity and Big and Rich, etc. And I think they had Rascal Flatts there and a few other big stars. But I'm very concerned that they want to have this creeping surveillance society and they, don't, they want to disarm public. I mean, if you have an armed public, you know, maniacs aren't going to pull off crime here in Vista. I live in Vista where there's more Marines per square yard here than anywhere. Because <laughs> mm. I can look up my patio door here from my studio, and I can see Penland Marine Corps base. So uh, my buddies that are Marines know that we got food, i got water tanks, i got backup power, I'm soon going to put solar in. They know that I'm even going to put turtle tough shelters if I have to. It can pop up a bunch of my property because I have you know more than an acre of land. And uh, they're going to be safe to defend it with a defensive wall, concrete wall around the whole property. Whereas most people are not ready for anything, either. They're not ready for power blackout. I call the tsunami we need to worry about isn't just a water tsunami. It's a tsunami of people that aren't prepared. And one of the most important things is personal protection. If the power goes out by the fourth day, bad people that haven't prepared are going to want to get my stuff. And I said, we won't be just shooting rats. We'll be shooting rat-like people who want to get my stuff and kill me and my family to get it. And people don't get this, do they? No, and actually, in a much lower tech environment, we saw what you're talking about during the Watts riots. Uh, there was one group of merchants that stood out. Uh, they tended to be Koreans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had Korean buddies, by the way, that told me all about this in LA. And they were laughing because the Koreans are very straightforward people. You can't mess with Koreans. Those Koreans are awesome people. And they went up on the roof of their house, and they always had somebody, one of their sons, up on the roof with a shotgun. And everybody knew, because once in a while you hear a click, click sound, because you know how when you have a, a bolt-action shotgun, how they're just click, 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 and how it's making that big, loud click sound. You do not want to be in the range. In fact, I remember hearing the analysis in World War II that they, to clear out the trenches in World War One and if World War II, if they're going to have trench warfare, they thought the best machine wasn't a machine gun, it was a shotgun. Easy to carry. Uh, you can put in a bunch of shells, especially if you have a, a drum or something that has more than one shell cave bunch in there, you know, 45 or 100 round drum. And you can clean out a, uh, 
uh, a trench a lot more efficiently with a shotgun than you can with anything else. And well, so, the, uh, yeah, these and guys at, at, close range, at close range, 150 yards, there's nothing to beat a shotgun. I mean, you could be a crappy aim, but one of those little fellows is going to get you and it's going to ruin your day. One of those pellets. I had seen pictures of uh, the burned out Watts area, and occasionally you'd see a, a building or two, or maybe a, even a block, still standing amidst the rubble. And that's where the Koreans had been. They were all Koreans. You, you can go, if you're an insurer, you say, now, we're insuring now. If you're Korean, you pay half the rate. How's that? <laughs> We pay half the rate. <laughs> they, they were just terrific, and I think it was very ins- inspirational that uh, here's what people can do. There was no public order. The cops were outgunned. They were nowhere around. People were actually loaning the cops guns from gun stores and whatever. Uh, it was uh, it was an amazing time, and it sure showed that the militia is a concept that is alive and well. Uh, of course, I like to go back to the major purpose of it, not just even beyond the uh, collapse of public order, which we think of as a, something provided by the government. Right. Back in uh, the years, right after months, actually, following the end of World War II, in Athens, Tennessee, there was a, a group of corruptocrats that were running the town and they literally <laughs> stole Correct. the election. Well, Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember hearing the story. Please tell, tell us more. Yeah. They, uh, <laughs> they went in, just like my wife's home country uh, in Latin America, they went in and grabbed the ballot boxes that people had voted in, took them to the cop shop, and were on the way to counting the predetermined result of that election. Right. And uh, about an hour after the polls closed and were stolen, uh, in came the militia in their pickup trucks and their cars and rifles and long guns of other sorts bristling from windows and the beds of the pickup trucks. They, were, they surrounded the cop shop. There was a brief shootout. And the cops uh, quickly concluded that there were too many of them and they gave up walked out, left the ballot boxes where they were, and it was a funny thing. Everybody was so surprised, but the reform slate won. Oh. <laughs> and there was the yeah, Second yeah. Amendment at so, work. i got to give you an equation. I like mathematics. I'm a mathophile. And this is a mathophile. mathophile one of the main commandments of let there let there be guns, you know. <laughs> the, 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 the second corollary is if you don't have the cartridge box, you won't have the voting box. How's that? That's right, and you don't even have to worry about the jury box at that point. That's right. That's the third box. That's box number three. Box yeah. number one means that's why you have the Second Amendment. If you don't have the free speech and then the, as they say, the cartridge box, you don't worry about the voting box or the jury box. Ain't going to happen. Not at all. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. Boxes are related, aren't they? They are indeed. Some are easy. Anytime. And welcome back. So um, I, I was surprised in the last week of the comments made by the Abominator. I've got to change his name, you know. I like to change names just to kind of be instructive, humor, humorous. Because I find sometimes when you get people a good joke, the, uh, a correct idea or even just a worldview change. I tell people, I don't try to change your mind. You'll do that yourself once I change your worldview. And how, humor is one of the best ways to do that. You change the worldview. So we have the uh, George Bush, Bushy Buhner, uh, and he's making comments or negative comments that are, whoever was a speechwriter made such a convoluted speech, was like, uh, 
you need a psychiatrist to figure out what he said. But it all was negative about Trump. And I'm thinking, okay, why didn't you say all the stuff about Obama when he's blaming you everything, including the fact that the sun arose two minutes later? It's like, I don't understand Bush. I mean, you know, it's obvious he, he wanted his brother to be, a, you know, a, the third Bush, you know. <laughs> right. the third, third Bush is president. I mean, yeah, George Bush Sr., uh, his CIA director is a bastard. I mean, that's the nicest thing you can say about him. And then, of course, uh, during the Bush administration, the real president was Dick Cheney. And do you know what his name was in the White House? No, I never heard. Oh, yeah. You know that he actually told the entire staff, and he had a staff of about 1,600, 2,000. Usually they have six for a vice president. He had a, like, a giant staff because his actual title in the White House was Prince of Darkness. Did you know that? I guess I had heard. Dick yeah. Cheney, Dick Cheney. This is a very dark guy, very intelligent, extremely evil. Satan patted him on the head every night when he went to sleep. I can guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we have Bush going off, and we have Obama making snide comments. It's like you guys, you know, violated a primary principle of the presidency. You don't criticize the the current guy in the office because he can probably open up classified stuff about you and your. BS that you pulled off that could put all these previous presidents into prison. So, you know, I don't know how far they want to push it, but, you know, I have a feeling that Trump's got a limit, just like this one, uh, uh, Frederica Wilson, and her, her main thing, she's got this smile and these little cowboy hats that make her look like she's some kind of cartoon character from a children's show. It's like, why does she keep on making comments against General Kelly, who lost his own son? Why does she think she has an opinion? about the president's thing uh, when he actually was being apologetic about talking about somebody dying, fighting for our country. Well, I hope with, with real live ammo. I mean, Absolutely. the Democrats, the Democrats the are coming with... keep trying to defend her because that is going to be like grabbing a porcupine. It's not going to end well. Uh, she is a liability. And oh, yeah. I don't think well, they uh, completely get it because she, she thinks the way they do. She just is a little bit more direct in her speech. Well, I think what happened is that somebody went on when, you know, when they're putting that cowboy hat and they put it on too tight, and her frontal lobes were cut off. <laughs> if you actually did a brain scan to look for frontal lobe activity with a quantity of EEG or positron emission tomography scan or blood flow scan, you'd say, geez, there's no activity there. Oh, that's why. Here's, that's Frederica. She wears those little hats to make sure you understand that she's a nutball, and she's consistent. At least she's consistent, though. She's wanting an apology now from General Kelly after he called her an empty barrel, which she is. Now, um, one of the things I find amazing is these people, it's like, I would prefer, I would never prefer to, in the past, actually support Frederica or Hillary Clinton for office, but right now I'm seriously thinking of contributing to their next run for president. I think, because if they do this, it'll guarantee that we're going to get another term of Trump. These morons, so. the Democrats, aren't concerned about Americans, not concerned about missile defense. I don't know. Did you have you ever seen the series Jericho? No, I haven't. Let me give you a little summary of it. I just got a friend of mine, uh, Vince Finale, who I've known for years, and he's on my show now. Regularly. Oh, good. Yeah, I know Vince. And Vince is an amazing guy. In fact, uh, I've been I'm going to prep her for years. I have a backup power system. I'm going to put solar, and I want to have a power panel. You know, my my transfer thing will go on in four seconds. And you know, I got stuff. Let's put it this way. And I'm actually going to re-engineer and put up on my website. Out of all kinds of lethal, non-lethal weapons, that's a hell of a lot more dangerous than guns. Okay, people need to know that. You want to scramble somebody's brain, make them seizure and barf all over the place, 
at a great distance. You want to hit somebody and they won't even hear a pop, so it sounds like there's no gun involved at all. Guess what? The place to go is Dr. Deagle. I'm going to show you how to do all this nasty stuff. I'm a tinker. I was building solid fuel rockets and high explosives at 11, 12, 13, 14. And I'd order the chemicals up from Florida, and I used to toggle things through a masking board so I wouldn't blow my hands off when I was doing this. Okay, so I got skill sets. I was welding together rockets when I was that age. Welding them. Okay? Now, um, <laughs> so, you know, I got accepted in nuclear physics from grade 11 to after myself quantum mechanics. I finished my Ph.D. in marine genetics at, at uh, 21. Didn't write the thesis because I got medicine. I finished medicine at 25. So I'm 40 years old from graduation. I can tell you I got skill sets. And I worked with Dalton Force and Special Op, and these guys loved me. They said, Doctor, you've never been in the military, but, man, you are you have got military DNA in your genes. Yes, I do. Okay? Uh, so <laughs> the, to me, the, the military, to me, are my best buds. Police, the firefighters. As far as I'm concerned, they're my brothers. And the fact that Americans want to defend themselves, good. The reason that, that these maniacs are going so crazy over Trump, because Trump's got some personality defects. He's got a little Asperger syndrome. He punches back. He's a, a brawler. I think that's good. It's like North Korea and China. They're freaked out because they don't know what he'll do next. And I have regular as well as classified sources. Like, you know, about two weeks ago, and North Korea was planning on an airburst a nuclear weapon over uh, not too far from Guam. Did you know that we dropped a bunker buster nuke on their uh, missile silo sites in eastern uh, North Korea? We actually nuked them. And last, uh, literally Thursday, we flew our bombers directly over North Korea, which means we have our fully loaded to the bears nuclear bombers ready to bomb the crap out of them. Now, the Chinese are taking us seriously now, which is why they're shutting down all the banks. But people will take us seriously when we say, look, we're not just going to have guns, we're going to have other things. I don't want registration, but I do want three things. <clears throat> I want metadata, I want mental health, and I want money. I want to know that there's someone in authority that can pass this on from the state, local, and the sheriff's office and so on to know if somebody's bought a whole bunch of bomb materials, they've contributed uh, money to Al-Qaeda, or they've been put on one of these crazy drugs. And if you have a clearinghouse to make sure the state is across all state lines in the federal government, we don't want surveillance society where you have a terror scanner at every stadium. You don't need that. You need to make sure that the following... Every tall building, if you knock on one of these uh, Lexan windows, you have in the ceiling of every uh, suite, it'll hit you with uh, smoke, a high-intensity uh, lumen light that'll make you blind, you know, flash, 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 hundreds of thousands of lumens in the ceiling, and a knockdown agent will make you barf your guts up and hit the floor, and you can't shoot anything. Maybe you'll break your teeth as you smash down. But no one's going to fall out the window because they're in a drug rage or smash an oak so they can shoot in high ground to the people walking around the streets in any city. Uh, and we need to make sure that if we had your concealed carry law, which you guys have been pushing since last January, or a, you know, walk around with a gun right on your side, if you walk into the stadium, let me tell you, nobody's going to disrupt that uh, meeting like they did during the Trump uh, meetings. And nobody's going to start shooting in the stadium because they're going to get shot back. I mean, how many places do you think that the murder would be dramatically reduced if people just walked in while they're going to watch their favorite movie and they have a, a, a concealed or unconcealed uh, weapon right on their, on absolutely. their belt. In fact, I, I'm sure I've mentioned it before on your show, but we have some data that really ought to get this point nailed down. The, we, we know from the government data about mass shootings since 1950, 
98% have been in gun-free zones. Ooh, so, that's, a, that's a tough statistic to get over, isn't it? Oh, my. Uh, it's, it tells me if, I, I don't think I want to go in those zones. <laughs> you know you should have a Jeep. You need to have a, a phone app that tells you when you're in a gun-free zone, it's dangerous. I like that. I think maybe we just developed a product. If you're asleep... Welcome back. Um, some of my most enjoyable uh, discussions on air were with Mike Hamlin, with your guys at your legal counsel. Very wise man. He had some interesting things about, uh, you know, filibustering and so on. Uh, one of the things that happened 22 years ago, because remember, Dr. Deagle's not a normal creature by any means. And I'm not. I'm a, a, a born-again Christian patriot, but I'm a Joshua Christian with my weapon drawn and ready to kill at the Lord's notice. Let's put it that way, if necessary. And uh, so I was, I was talking to my one of my NSA guys, and he's a senior guy, retired. He said, come on out to the parking lot, Eagle. And I said, why? He says, I want to show you something. So I came out, and he popped the trunk. I said, what the hell is that? He said, that's the sat phone. I said, I thought you retired. He said, you don't retire from the NSA. I said, what do you mean by that? He said, well, you used to get double tapped. Do you know what double tap means? Hit him twice. No, you get hit with a twenty two caliber, low caliber bullet, so it doesn't have an exit wound. Uh, in the forehead and in the right ventricle of your left ventricle of your heart. So there's no exit, no blood, that isn't messy. Now, he said, we stopped doing that years ago. I said, why? He said, because they hit with a direct energy weapon and you immediately develop a heart attack, stroke, or cancer. I said, you're kidding. He said, no, no. We don't mess around with that stuff. And this is 22 years ago. So you have to understand, Dr. Deagle's got skill sets. I'm giving a lecture this December on the quantum physics of biological systems. And I have knowledge that if you're, you know, let's put it this way, they've either recruited me or tried to recruit me into deep, what they call deep state projects for years. That's why idiots like the uh, WebBot project, uh, four, I think four years ago roughly, said that I was the highest level deep state intel agent speaking publicly in human history. Um and they, these idiots are saying that because they did all this stuff I call they use the Ouija board of the Internet. The fact is that guns are important, but your organization is on the ball. You don't just defend people's rights to take out the rifle and do rifle practices on the weekend. You defend their ability to defend themselves and their community. As I say, I think we came up with a great idea today to have a, uh, a, an, <laughs> a, a no-gun zone, NGZ, I call it the NGZ app, so that if it shows in your phone, it goes, alert, alert, you're in a no-gun zone. I mean, you go to San Bernardino, you drive there, you go to get into a restaurant or get gas, it's going to warn you that you're in a no-gun zone, so some Muslim terrorist or some maniac can shoot you. And, of course, they assume you don't have a gun because you're in an NGZ. Uh, but I think well, people don't understand, we're heading toward a, a period of time where after the, the false flag, and that's what it is, there's tons of evidence here, I'm a forensic investigator too, that the Mandalay Bay Massacre, that I've changed his name from Stephen Paddock to Stephen Patsy. That's a good, better name, too, I think so, right? And then there's no shells in the room, which means it wasn't the shooter or the only shooter. Then number two, the other room uh, that had the window punched out was the room beside his. It wasn't his suite. Number three, they did forensic sound analysis that half the distance to the shooting site at the, those hundreds of people that were shot you know, uh, that it was half the distance, so there basically was from the lower flight window, and I got the pictures actually sent to me by sources. 
I got regular and classified sources, by the way, including people right in uh, Las Vegas. Uh, this is the Vegas 9-11. And you got to understand who's doing it. It's the deep state. The deep state wants, uh, and they did it, of course, against the Country Music Festival. You know they're going to be Trump supporters. There are people that otherwise it's, an, and but by the way, this like, festival was a no-gun zone, wasn't it? An NGZ. Certainly the hotel was, and that uh, gives the lie to how effective gun laws are. Right. Well, gun laws are. Because yeah, the guy here, got here. his i got a question for you. Why would you send up one, uh, two dog guys and one SWAT team, not a whole full SWAT team, uh, and they're clearing the 31st floor, not the 32nd floor, and it took them an hour to get up there. This guy, Jesus Campos, comes on with a uh, uh, called <laughs> Ellen. I, I've changed her name, too, by the way. It's not Ellen DeGeneres. It's Ellen DeGeneres. You like that? Right. <laughs> and she's got she's bouncing around there in the Mandalay Bay and other hotels there with the Ellen Degenerate kind of gambling machines where she's bopping around and showing people how much fun it is to play on her machines. I'm thinking this is a total cover up. And I'm even co- concerned about this thing called you know Vegas Strong with John with Hannity and all these people. I'm thinking you haven't fixed the security issues in this this area. Why are you doing this Vegas Strong thing? Yeah, they didn't get shot at that particular event. Do you think I'm not a little nervous when I go in two months' time to do my lecture in Vegas? Of course. There weren't just shootings at that one hotel complex. There were other hotels where they were shooting at the same time. This was a false flag. People need to get it. And if you had enough people with enough guns everywhere through Vegas, including that hotel, those security officers, I guarantee you if they could throw a smoke bomb through that door or shot that guy with a high-velocity weapon, he wouldn't be uh, shooting out the window. And, of course, if they knocked him down with a knockdown agent and had gas or smoke in the room, he wouldn't know where the hell he's shooting. So, you know, these are really simple solutions to a problem, but nobody's talking about that. They want to do, you know, uh, what I call Vegas Strong concerts and have people saying how great it is to be in Vegas. I mean, this is just the people in Vegas saying, we're freaked out now, we're going to kill our business because of this. And uh, the Mandalay Bay people and their their lawyers are basically trying to protect their butts. But no one's talking about the fact that there are sections like these hotels that are no-gun zones. And other I hope that with all of the lawsuits that may flow from what happened at the Mandalay Bay, somebody gets it in their head to sue Mandalay Bay because they utilized a provision of the law which was not mandatory, right. but that they could have a gun-free zone at the hotel, which they chose to do. So right. they chose to leave people unarmed, and they did nothing to protect people from what uh, from the situation they created. That seems to me to be an invitation well, there, for a lawsuit that, that would just break them. There's a lot of anomalies. The first, the other anomaly is why were the lightings left on in the concert area? Why didn't they just turn them all off so it's dark? Uh, you know, uh, why didn't somebody have a system of uh, police activated so they could start firing back at the potential site where the bullets are coming through? I mean, you could obviously shoot something through that window, including a rocket-propelled grenade, and that would make that would ruin uh, you know, Stephen Patsy's uh, day. I mean, to have a rocket-propelled grenade blow up in that room, that would ruin his ability to shoot, wouldn't it? I think it would distract him for a bit. Well, probably until he got a tan time to have his line up and meet Satan, you know, because he's not going to meet Jesus. He's going to, he's going to see Satan. You know, very likely. Or, or actually, yeah. I think I have a feeling from all the sources, and I like this uh, a guy from uh, Louisiana. He said, you know, uh, Jindal. He's a character. He's really is funny. He's Indian, but he's a real character. He's a governor, and yep. he said, you know, I think I tend to believe that maybe he was ISIS. I'm thinking, yeah, he had an American ISIS name. They claimed him. They love him. He's their American buddy. 
And I'm thinking, yeah, it was ISIS. Again, he was run, gun running for the FBI, calls them the Federal Bastards of Instigation, the FBI. And the CIA, the criminal intelligence agency, the CIA are always involved with bad guys like the Israeli Mossad nuclear division that did the demolition of the World Trade Center. I got so much classified source information, so much debris from the U.S. Geological Survey analyzed with the isotope analysis. I got to tell you from the inside working with the FBI and CDC, as I said to them when I met them in March before 9-11, six months before, I said, I don't know in a day whether you guys are just evil or stupid. And I'm sitting at a private dinner with the director of FBI and CDC and the director of infectious disease from the University of Colorado, and they freaked. You can tell they had what's called the anal wink sign. Their rectum got pulled right up to their throat. They said, holy shit, excuse my English, this guy Deagle's not one of ours. No, probably not. Um, yeah. By that time, they had realized after several hours of, of a series of me asking cross-examining questions because I'm a really dangerous guy to get in court. I was in federal, state, and military court for years. Let me tell you, you get cross-examined by Deagle, you are never going to feel the same after. Never. Well, That's they... Yeah, they, they, they're so used to living in their bubble that I think oh, that, it catches yeah. them unawares when somebody well, comes at them that way. Well, the problem is, you see, the, the, the scum rises to the top. you got some good agents and good people at the bottom. That's why the Hillary Clinton thing never died. That's why the stuff's going to come out about Comey and Mueller and everything about the Uranium One situation. I'm thinking, yeah, you got to keep Russia, 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 because you some bitches were taking $145 million and making deals and getting speaking engagements with $5 million fees for Bill Clinton just so he could smile and look at these Russians. Come on. And they're, and they're, they're paying off Canadian drivers to drive the stuff. They, oh, no, it doesn't leave the country. No, it just goes to Canada, eh? <laughs> they repost the yellow cake. <laughs> they said it everywhere, including Iran. Are you kidding me? Uh, you know, <laughs> America has got boundaries. And when you go beyond those boundaries to Canada and to Iran and North Korea, I guarantee you, yeah, you can have your nuclear material back as a weapon, as a warhead. How's that? You can have it back, America. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, well, it's a common sense free zone, isn't it, when it's a gun free zone? Oh, my. And such a dangerous place. Oh, yeah. So we need a new app, don't we, on our phones. You're in an NG, NGZ. <laughs> Advertising your business. Let's look at the agenda. Number one, we need how do we, how do we accomplish getting the the gun free zone GOA zone uh, bills passed uh, through Congress and the Senate? Uh, and it's like I mentioned for months, and I think somebody in the in the in the Trump administration must have been listening about health care. I said, look, stop! If you got a seven ton statue somebody's built and welded together inside some alcove inside a big building in New York City, you got to cut it up with a torch and bring it out in dollies. Well. You need to attach the, this bill, which is a really simple bill, you know, probably less than 10 pages, to a must-pass budget bill or a funding bill or the wall. Because to me, these things are tied together. It's just like, you know, DACA and passing an immigration bill. Uh, that You cannot separate them like the crazy woman, you know, uh, you know, Nancy Pelosi, where, you know, you have to pass health care so you can read it and find out what's in it. 
<laughs> I mean, these are kind of crazy statements of people that are like, yes, we are at the Mad Hatter Tea Party with guns, aren't we? <laughs> so if you want to pass it, and I said this with, you know, with your legal counsel, um, and that this back, I, he was back, Mike Hamlin was back on, I think, on, I'm looking at my date here, June 26th. Yeah. I need to get him back on the program. But I think if you guys really push it and get the right sponsors to bid the bill attached to something, a little bill. It doesn't have to be a big one, but it's one that you have to pass it. Almost like, you know, uh, you've eaten a lot of food you shouldn't have eaten last night. Now you're going to have a big bowel movement. You're going to have to pass that bowel movement, so you want to put something else attached to it so that it gets through. <laughs> right? Well, and that's I think one it's, way to put it. That's the only way it's going to happen. I mean, people aren't going to use common sense to say, you know, we want to make America safer, and that includes the inner city. We've got to do this. I mean, it, I will personally pay to make sure that there's training uh, there's training for, for grandmas and for young men and women to have guns and gun training and proper storage so the kids can't blow their brains out uh, in the inner city uh, so that they can actually protect themselves, not only guns, but non-lethal and lethal weapon technology that allows them whether they want to have pepper spray or sterilizing the little gun that hits with a ball that goes and it knocks them down to the ground, they barf their guts up and can't see for hours. I want technology to make people feel safe, whether it's a 120-pound female that worries about going to the parking garage every day as she goes to her job, or a guy walks down the street where it could be in a dangerous area of the inner city, so he's trying to go to school or work or whatever, or a teenager boy that doesn't want to be forced into a gang. And I'll personally pay for that. I think that firstly... Once you do that, you also want to get them to sign up to the local sheriffs so they're part of the militia, the legal militia, and then also pick up legal skills like ham radio, basic trauma, basic cardiac life support, and have some things for their home and their own little local community. So when the ambulances and so on are shut down, the power shut down, or something bad's happened, you've got people with skill sets that can actually do stuff rather than just sit there in their home like I watched this crazy show, you know, Jericho, where you can tell the, the town mayor... It was incompetent. Never did any simulations since the 1950s of what to do if something really bad like this happened. And if you don't think North Korea wants the nukes, they're just, you know, it's almost like, uh, you know, he goes to bed at night and he says his prayers not to God but to the nuclear bombs. He probably has a missile in his bedroom, right? And he prays to the missile god. You know, that's what we call him, you know. He's there. Uh, just about, yeah. And, and people don't get this. They, they, license, but, yeah. And they don't think that they'll do it. They don't think the Iran... I can tell you from my classified sources, listen to this, that Iran has been working for 40 years, and the Israelis and everybody, including our intel agencies, know this, to fire up 100,000 feet in the air, a small yield, 2 to 5 kiloton, high EMP yield, small nuclear weapon. You won't hear a pop or a bomb, but you will notice your cell phone doesn't work anymore and the power grid's knocked out. And when, by the way, it's knocked out, those step-down transformers you have to order from China because we don't make them anymore. Now, if the Chinese don't like us because we ticked them off about our trade war that was pending right now, you're not going to get them. They say, oh, you Americans, you really upset us last year. You not only serve chocolate cake to our Premier Xi, you serve up scary stuff to give trade war. So we tell you, instead of six months wait, you have three years. Have a nice day, America. That's what's going to happen. People say, no, they wouldn't do that. Are you kidding? <laughs> Are you kidding? You know, why do we do that? I mean, I can guarantee Eisenhower, who knew about the military-industrial complex, that an armed public is good, but also building our own steel, having our own ability to make step-down transformers, protecting the power grid from smart grids so somebody can't hack into it. This is crazy crap, isn't it?
you know, very, very scary stuff, and we're not really paying much attention to it. And the left acts as if uh, we're in La La Land and everything well, unicorns it, and fairy it, dust. If I was going to make a, a B movie, you know, uh, and, I, and this movie, by the way, is a series called Jericho, and they're seeing the season two now. And I'm watching it because I'm kind of riveted. I started watching it last night. Unfortunately, we watched four shows right to one o'clock in the morning. But I can tell you. Uh, parts of it are scary as hell. All the parts are just plain stupid. It just shows you. And unfortunately, and I, my experience with dealing with people on radio or talking to people that, that think about preparing or not preparing, the problem is if you have, if you're pre-prepared and you have the only lights on in the local community and they know your refrigerator has still working so all their food is rotted because it's beyond the fourth day and their dog is barking like hell and the wife is crying and there's not enough water because they had to turn the water down so the sewage wouldn't back up in their sink and their tub. Guess what? They're going to show up at your door with a weapon and, of course, us preppers. I saw this and I talked to Vince Finelli. You know Vince. He was saying he was a consultant to Doomsday Preppers. And these idiots at Doomsday, one of the last shows they had before they went off air was to actually tell people how they were going to prep by attacking preppers. I mean, duh. That's one of the stupidest things because somebody comes and attacks my home, they're going to die so fast. And the only problem I have is you can't dig holes here. Because our whole house is rebarred onto the second hardest rock on the planet, up at 1,200 feet, in a gated community. I don't have a hole. I don't, hole. I don't know what I'm going to do. Is I'm going to have to stick them in one of our trash compactor things and seal it off with duct tape because I don't have, have a hole to stick their body in. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I don't think people get it. You know, they they don't understand that our communities have to prep. I mean. We are going to have an EMP attack. Either the sun or these idiots like North Korea and and uh, and by the way, at sunset, which I think is five to ten years, when at the end of ten years for sure, everybody in the Middle East will have a nuclear weapon if we don't stop the so-called crazy deal. And the Europeans, these people must have—they're eating the wrong kinds of food. They're brain dead. These European uh, leaders and their own citizens are insane. Luckily, the uh, Austria finally, you know, brought this new thirty-two-year-old young genius in to actually run the country. And he's conservative. He's from, not crazy, but he's conservative. He's a nationalist. And, of course, he wants control of his border. How radical to have control of your border. This is considered... The, the, and here are these DACA kids. We want 11 million. I said, no, you need math. You didn't go to math school, I guess, DACA. He's going to let 820,000 of you in, but he's going to close the border to anybody else, and you have to behave yourself because you misbehave. You're going to get kicked out, either before or after Trump or the Congress gives you a right to be here. But if you don't control your borders and you don't have, you got to get rid of these gun-free zones. You can't have a safe place. You know, uh, does anybody think that if there's another shooting like this thing that happened in Las Vegas, anybody in their right mind will go to a football stadium or a big shopping center or even go to a street where there's buildings where you can shoot from high ground? You know, people aren't stupid. They assume we're stupid, but we're not. We do not, even though we can make the braying sound of a sheep. We are not that stupid. Well, between these kinds of considerations and the fact that the NFL owners and players alike seem to be uh, living in a bubble that uh, does not let information get through, that their fans are increasingly hating their guts. Um, So between physical safety and just not being able to stomach uh, these little butterflies. You know what I'd like to see? Although these guys are all muscled up, they get testicles the size of my thumbnail. 
they have been feminized because, by the way, when you make excess male hormone, you also make excess female. So you see these guys with their veins bulging in their arms. They've probably got more female hormone than their daughters, and they've probably got best buds under those big muscles. The fact is, they don't have common sense here. The fact is, these guys are, if you want to fix things, fellas, and you really think there's, make sure your mama and your uncles and your other cousins are just barely scraping by, can have guns and then uh, non-gun things and join the militia, and we'll pay for the guns and training so that in the inner cities of the United States, whether they're black, Hispanic, white, whatever, are safe to walk around. You know, and, and bring in a good grocery store so they get good food. And, uh, you know, m- my idea was to have what I call reverse tax. So below a certain level, you know, you hear about them, the new tax reform, you get reverse tax. Everybody gets paid. You don't pay to increase the minimum wage that kills business. You pay so they can get decent meals. And you, if you give them food stamps, they have to buy food, not booze. Oh, my. Good food. Radical. Yeah, and also you can't buy crappy food. Those those food stamps don't work for anything that's not grown in the ground and not processed to death. And as soon as it's GMO, immediately it says, not, not, not going to buy it. I mean, this is common sense. You know, common sense isn't common. You know, I don't know why we're going to have to make it uncommon sense from now on. How's that? <laughs> well, you and I, when you, when you work on the uh, Gun Free Zone app, what do you think? I'll see if there's anything. GFZ. <laughs> High-quality, complete nutritional drink that your whole family will love? Nutramedical's Life Support has arrived. All of your daily nutritional requirements in one quick, delicious drink. Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support is a proprietary blend of vegan protein, activated vitamins, essential minerals, amino acids, probiotics, green tea, digestive enzymes, anti-inflammatories, cancer prevention, detoxification, and much more. Your body will high-five you for this one. Life Support is the best complete nutritious meal replacement on the market. Whether you are an elite athlete have post-operative challenges, chronic illness, elderly, or a family that just wants a quick, delicious drink. Try Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support for optimized nutrition in one great-tasting smoothie. Just add cold water, almond milk, fruit, or anything else you like. Nutramedical's Life Support. Try our great-tasting chocolate or vanilla today. Call 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Nutramedical.com for the whole family.